his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. It's Beamaz and Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. Welcome in another Monday morning here, BMS and Beamer on WBEN, where you know, we're getting you ready for another week. Much nicer week than it was last week. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the sun's out. You got to be feeling good after yesterday because we kind of cleaned ourselves out from everything on Saturday. Uh, we'll be talking about that, and uh, we want to take some of your phone calls and your comments, 803-0930, because Dominic Cortez is going to be joining us uh, the first, I think, uh, throughout the first half hour of this show, just to be talking a little bit about what we saw on Saturday and some of the problems that have risen up. We know a ton of people dealing with flooding in the basement, you know, different issues um, all over the place, and uh, want to get that situated with Dominic. And if you have any questions, you have any issues stemming from Saturday's rain that's ongoing, you're not sure exactly what to do, maybe he'll have some of the answers for you, 803-0930. But, you know, it was a, a fun weekend, I think, once you got past the rain of Saturday and into Sunday to be able to, once again, have a little bit of nice summer weather to enjoy uh, your summertime feel bad for any of the weddings graduation parties and stuff that was going on on saturday i i was i was told that uh rain on your wedding day is good luck by who someone said that on facebook yeah, saturday <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i heard that from the same person that told me a stingray was a shark oh yeah <laughs> that was oof, what a doozy <laughs> what a start to the day i know <laughs> Man, you can't you can't uh, get me with that stuff when it's five in the morning, Joe. Well, you know, Brian, here's how I feel. I'm not prepared on a Monday to deal with that. Here's how I feel. I've already learned something before six o'clock. So you, you know what? It, it was a uh, it was a positive for me. It was That's a life changing positive for me. That's what I'm here for. I appreciate that. If you weren't with us earlier, Joe thought that a stingray was a shark. Same thing for 32 years. I don't know if he thinks a crab and a tuna are the same <laughs> thing too, because they both you know kind of live in the water. But uh, <laughs> nevertheless, anyways, you, you might have all the above down in your basement or maybe even in your backyard. Uh, Dominic Cortez is with us on Beamaz and Beamer. Uh, Dominic, I can't really remember. A day like Saturday, where it was a not just constant rain. I mean, it was a constant downpour of like the heaviest rain you could possibly see, and it lasted for hours and hours and hours. What goes through a guy like yours head uh, when you see that weather and you know what's coming? Yeah. Hey. Good morning, guys. Thanks for asking me on. You know, um, definitely an odd occurrence to have 
that much rain. We had four inches. Uh, but in a way, it's good to be able to have an experience like that because it gives you an opportunity to do a good visual inspection of how your property handles the rain, how it handles that amount of water. Uh, and it's usually it takes usually takes a lot of a lot of rain for problems to show, like cooling water in your yard, um, gutters that don't drain properly, gutters that overspill, landscape erosion because of that. These are things that you might have seen Saturday because of the rain. Yeah, I saw a lot of it on Saturday, and I know. And my next questions are like always: All right, what do I do next? And how long do I have to fix it? Because then you get into this, Dom, where I see, um, you know, my one uh, gutter overflows in one spot. But then I'm also thinking, well, I mean, rain like that, I mean, come on, how often are we going to have that problem? You know, is it something I'm actually going to have to deal with uh, constantly over and over again? It's probably the wrong way to think about it. Well, you know, okay, so taking that apart, rain like that, we don't have often. But when you do see problems result from a heavy downpour and you don't do anything about it, you're ignoring the possibility that eventually you're going to start to have a problem from that water. So I, th- I, I made a big point Saturday on the air to mention that to the listeners that they need to do a visual inspection while it's happening so they can witness it and then make the appropriate uh, corrections so they don't have an ongoing issue with that. What would you say is the most common that you people on Saturday probably saw that, you know, before Saturday, they might not have seen in a few years? Hands down, overspilling gutters. And that's because the number one thing that people don't do, I'm going to have you guys take a guess. What's the number one thing that people ignore in their house? Well, clean. I, I don't clean my gutters. I don't. <laughs> I don't no. inspect them. I, I don't look uh, what's overhanging. Uh, all that's. It's too high for me to look. You got it. Uh, clogged, clogged gutters that are not properly cleaned uh, will cause overspilling. That's the number one thing that's often overlooked is uh, is cleaning out your gutters. So it's a it's a nuisance job. It's a no, it's a, it's a pain in the neck to climb a ladder. You know, obviously there's ladder safety issues that we should talk about too, but it is an important job because clear gutters mean the water drains away, and when water drains away, we have less problems with with the, with the water as a result of that. How often should someone clean their gutters, and when should they clean their gutters? Gutters should be cleaned twice a year. That would be in the spring and after the leaves fall uh, in the fall. So that way in the spring, we'll have clear running gutters all summer. And in the fall, we won't have to worry about ice dams from clogged gutters in the winter, which would cause icicles, which could cause ice infiltrate, water infiltration from ice damming. So clear gutters twice a year. Let us know, 803-0930, if you have any comments, uh, questions for Dominic. You can send us a text on our Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board or uh, give us a call here on WBEN. I know basements were a big issue, uh, Dom, and it's uh, people who probably see problems all the time, whether it's a sump pump or just something else, uh, water getting in from somewhere just because of the sheer amount that we had on Saturday. Um, it, when a basement floods... What are some of the uh, things that you want to do immediately after and then in the days after? Because, all right, maybe you got all the water out. Um, that's all uh, been taken care of. 
But I'm sure there's some things after the fact that you have to kind of be looking out for. Is that cleaning something? Is that maybe tossing something that was involved in the flood? Uh, what are you usually looking for? So, so back up a little first, right? Because the important thing to talk about first is why did water come into the basement? And usually it's one of two ways. One, the uh, unreliable or lack of a proper sump pump. Um, power failure uh, in your sump um, and or an inadequate sump pump leading to flooding. Um, those are, that's usually what happens with a basement is, is the sump pump fails. Um, so having a backup plan there is important, meaning either a literal backup pump um, or a standby pump that you can um, add into your sump crack or substitute your sump pump if it's inadequate. So that's usually what we see. Um, the other thing that could lead to water coming into your basement is what started the, the discussion, and that is gutters. Gutters that overspill and water that doesn't drain away could find its way into the basement. So those are usually what we see, but the sump pump would be top of the list. Now, once water comes into your basement, you could start to have a lot of other issues related to uh, unhealthy uh, conditions that would ensue from mold and mildew. If there's wet cardboard, uh, you need to get rid of it because it'll start to grow mildew. Uh, same thing with drywall. Once drywall gets wet, it needs to be cut away uh, because, again, you can start to have mold and mildew from that. What do you say to someone? Because I've heard this. You know, hey, this is the first time in years my basement flooded. Why put all the money into a pump or into a backup pump if this literally hasn't happened in two or three years? What would you say to that homeowner? I would say that they are missing out on the importance of being protected and being safe. Uh, you always need to have those frontline defenses in place for the worst case scenario, because you never know when that's going to happen. And being safe and having the right defenses are going to possibly forestall and prevent a lot of damage. Uh, so that's foolish and and short-sighted is how, how I would answer that. I, it almost uh, reminds me of when you get all this rain at once. I mean, it's kind of like when we have a big meltdown, isn't it? You know, when uh, that first really warm spring day, if we've had a lot of snow before, you have all this uh, water melting. Uh, you're probably seeing some of the same things. Exactly the same. Exactly the same. Um, I can remember a few years ago we had three feet of snow, and then it turned to 70 degrees. So we had a tremendous uh, and rapid melt-off, and that caused similar issues with flooding um, and concentrated water flow. Um, again, these are the opportunities to, to do the visual to see where this water is going and is it draining properly, and if it's not, to make the proper steps so that you don't have water problems. You know, it's like we're talking about the boring stuff, but it's the important stuff, right? Where I'm thinking of the past 16 months. If so many people, and this was the story, right? There's so many people are in their own home. Uh, you're kind of stuck in your own home, and you've put money maybe into your own home. But it's probably on something fun, right? Like a second fridge or, you know, you're building something in the backyard or doing something like that. Not one of these things where... I don't know. It's like investing in uh, the power infrastructure. Uh, it, it's not all that sexy, but at the end of the day, it's necessary. It's, you know, a lot of these waterproofing items or, or whatever it is, right? It, it's not 
all that interesting. It's not all that – it's not going to be fun the next time you have people over to talk about, but it's one of the things that probably pays off a little bit more. Well, it all, it all comes down to what are your priorities. Yeah, and, you know, you're a relatively new homeowner, Brian, and Joe is not yet a homeowner. That's right. I'm sure that he's not thinking about how important some of these things are because he's a tenant, so he doesn't, doesn't really need to worry about it as much as you and I do and all of our listeners have, who are homeowners, uh, and it's, it's front and center in our minds all the time. How do I protect my home? You know, I listen to all this talk, and I'm thinking, hey, you know what? Maybe not being a homeowner is all right. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he who hesitates rents and rents and rents. No. Well, hey, you know, it it's works out for some people. Uh, has your phone been ringing off the hook in the past couple of days? So what's it like when it's something like this happens? Well, we're, we're, reeling, we're reeling here from issues that surround uh, recovery from the pandemic um, with, you know, the list goes on, material, uh, lack, of a, lack of availability of materials, um, you know, supply chain snags and delays, lumber search surcharges, um, and the biggest issue is labor shortage. Um, I don't know what it is. Right now, I can't find people to save my life, and we could put a good 10 people to work if I could find them because we have the work for them. Um, so, yeah, use this as an opportunity to promote getting into the trades as a viable, um, a viable career and a great way to make a good living. Um, I could really use some people. Oh, for sure. And uh, I know a lot of other people have echoed that same thing. Uh, you mentioned the l- uh, lumber and some of the price increases and the shortages that we've seen. It sounds like that's kind of coming around a little bit, the the whole lumber thing. Is that uh, – yeah. are, are you seeing the same thing? I had, uh, I had predicted that it would be inevitable that lumber would drop because the cost levels of what we were seeing were just not sustainable where demand would 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 keep up with with those prices. So it started to happen where demand subsided um, after the surge in costs, and and then that led to the beginning of the drop in lumber costs. And so it's now spiraling uh, in the right direction. Um, it, it's always the case, though. We wonder when you know costs costs start to neutralize. Will they ever go back to where they were? Uh, and that remains to be seen. You know, you know, with gasoline, we see it go up and down, but it never quite, quite goes back down to where it was. So I'm wondering if that's going to be what's going to be the end story with lumber. You know, Dominic, I have a question. As someone who doesn't own a home yet, but, you know, in the near future will. Now, you mentioned gutters as the top thing that people neglect. What's another thing that homeowners neglect uh, too long or hold off too long that they really shouldn't be waiting to get done? A simple one, often overlooked, and, and a simple fix that most homeowners can do themselves is their insulation levels. Insulation in their attic floor but even more important than that, the insulation or lack of insulation between the floor and the basement wall, that gap where the joist sits, that area is very easy to insulate and very important to insulate because it can create a lot of heat loss and create cold floors and that kind of thing. Um, and it's a simple fix that 
most people can do themselves with some insulation or even foam fill those areas and really warm their basement, warm their house floor, and save a lot of energy as a result. I know. I feel like I can see your face when I'm going to ask the question, and you're shuddering to think that someone might do this, but i got to ask you. It's one of my favorite tools for quick fixes around the house. Flex Seal, Flex Tape. Uh, you know, the stuff from the cheesy infomercials. I, what, what is the best, uh, you know, the best time to uh, get that stuff in use? And uh, I should probably only treat that as a temporary fix to some problems. Exactly. Um, you know, the marketing, the marketing really is the essence of the product, not the product. <laughs> so um, those, those, are, those are Band-Aids, literally, and, and should never be used or relied on as a permanent fix. All right. I yeah, guess. I wouldn't want to put Flex Seal on a boat and get in that boat. No way. <laughs> okay. I'll, let's, uh, I'll keep that in mind. Uh, Dominic, we appreciate the time. Always great to have you on, especially after a weekend like this. I, I know you're probably busy, so thanks a lot. Oh, my pleasure. Joey, when you're ready to buy a house, I'll look at it for you. Oh, sounds good. I'll take you up on that. <laughs> there you go. Dom Cortese, hear him here every weekend on WBEN with Hammer Time. Um, I mean, just a crazy weekend. for I, Everyone saw it, and uh, the amount of water we got in such a short period of time was just, I mean, it was ridiculous. It was like the first snowfall pictures on social media. You had people's backyards flooded they had a share picture of their basement flooded they had a share picture of so a, a lot of people a lot of people uh, dealing with some extra unwanted water on uh, Saturday and let me tell you that was the case for the entire region uh, some yeah. places worse than others no it's nuts um, and areas where you don't have water uh, pooling up I mean there's pools of water right you, you don't have to have like a backyard that floods to see what we saw Saturday and just have it be, you know, uh, crazy. To, I mean, like, I, I probably can't walk on that. I'll give it another day or something before you can head out there and uh, do anything in the backyard. It's probably all mush yeah, still. I was, was going to say, is was this one of those uh, instances where maybe you had to take the dogs to the front? You had to walk the dogs to go outside? No, or I'm not. Were they that. able to? Yeah, they can go outside. Okay. Uh, although my one dog is so scared of the rain that when it was pouring out, you know, he to get him to go outside is just... But he, he holds it in. He's a trooper. He knows. Well, I, was, I thought I thought something else was going to follow that no, story. No, <laughs> I mean, he, he knows. This is where you go to the bathroom. And he still he will not go out there. It was, uh, yeah, I give him credit for holding it in for that long until the rain stopped a little bit. But, no, they're uh, they're out there. I mean, come on. That's, that's where you got to go. Look. I don't know. S- some people, when, they're, when their yards get to a certain point, they have to, every time, walk the dogs because the, the yard is not usable. Obviously, your yard's not at that state. Yeah, I mean, what, you, I, I love not you. It's not suitable for being dumped on. Is that, I, I can't imagine. I'm not the one ever. keeping the dogs out of it. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I, I know of some people who will walk their dogs to the front <laughs> uh, because that. of the condition of the backyard. No, no, no. This just isn't up to snuff for my dog to go on. They what, don't want, when have you ever said that about it? <laughs> they, they don't want the, uh, the dogs, uh, whatever, floating around in the backyard. Oh, all right. <laughs> uh, well, Beamaz and Beamer here on WBEN. If you have any uh, horror stories from the weekend, we'll certainly take them. Uh, throughout the morning here. And then, I mean, a lot of cool things happened over the weekend. You had the Space Jam movie come out. I expected you to be all over that, Joe. The Space Jam movie? Yes, that seems like it's right up your alley. Here's here's why I didn't. 
It didn't look good, number one, but as you said, I'm 32, it shouldn't look good to me. And number two, I didn't want it to ruin Space Jam. Space Jam's a great childhood memory of mine. I like watching that, remembering when I saw that for the first time. Yeah, that's why I I don't need to watch the second right one. Up your alley. Nah. No? Well, uh, I, I think that's for the best, maybe. <laughs> uh, we'll be back here after the break. BMAS and Beamer on WBEN. <laughs> His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast how powerful is cox internet powerful enough to let your band members in vegas phoenix and rhode island jam like you're all in the same garage Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. It's Beam and Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. Hey, hey, welcome back. Beamaz and Beamer here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Just taking a look at the uh, expansion draft preview, Brian. You know, you're <laughs> the break. going through that. Um, I, I love uh, someone texting in on our Volkswagen of Orchard Park Tax Board, 803 Kind of dealing with the same thing I do. Said I literally have to toss my big, tough 75-pound German Shepherds out the door when it rains and that's uh exactly what i have to do with my one dog. my other is no problem with it she'll go out she uh you know does whatever but uh man lemmy is the big baby of uh the family <laughs> he will not go out in the rain uh at all and then someone else i repaired a big rusted cast iron basement toilet drain with flex seal hasn't leaked in 10 years hey that's pretty good that is- i mean that's uh that's a good fix i you know 
Listen, I knew the response we were going to get from Dominic because I think if you ask any professional, they're going to say, listen, just do the actual fix. Don't spray a can that you bought at the, uh, you know, checkout aisle. I was going to say. <laughs> over that. But at the same time, for people like me and uh, maybe uh, this person who texted into the text board, I it is the easy fix. I My storm door is uh, held together with flex tape. Really? It's the, the um, you know, where it uh, latches on and it has that thing, you know, on the hinge to make it close softly. That's, you know, completely busted. And the door is, like, stripped of, you can't really connect anything else to it. I would probably need a brand new storm door. A little bit of flex tape. I don't think anyone notices until I point it out, honestly. Look at you. And, uh, you know, it's going uh, it's going okay. I notice it every single time, so it does bother me. Uh, and I see that on there. But, I, you know, you make a few repairs with that. I'm not saying uh, flex seal your whole basement wall. That's probably not the right use for it. No, it's, little, it's a minor fix. Little parts like that. I think you might be able to get away with it. Yeah, like a hole in your boat or uh... <laughs> <laughs> the hole in your boat. I mean, until you get it to shore, you know, a minor right. fix. You're not taking it out again, I would hope, after the fact where you have that. But, no, a lot of horror stories from uh, this past weekend after all that rain that we saw, which was just, like I said, I don't think I've ever seen anything like that where it was pouring the way it was on Saturday and just not letting up. You know, normally it's like, all right, downpour, but it'll pass. Like an hour from now, it'll be fine. No, it's just all day long, hours and hours and hours of pouring weather that, yeah, was not that good at all for anybody. After on and off rain all last week. So the ground had already seen way too much rain. And then you get Sunday, which would have been bad by itself. Uh, You just put everything from last week on top of it. And it it was the perfect conditions for some of those that were out there saying, I don't need to focus on my basement. It never floods. Yeah, well. This weekend, yeah, they saw little, uh, something else. A little bit of a, a rude awakening. Have you made it out to a Blue Jays game? I have not. I, I, do you feel pressure to? Are, are you trying to make it before they leave? <laughs> no, you know, I, I'm happy they were here. I, I'm happy for them they get to go home. Uh, but you know what? I've I've kind of come, uh, come to peace with the idea that I will not be going to see the Blue Jays in Buffalo. It's fine. Again, I'm happy they were here. I went to go see my team over the weekend. Um... I can't wait, though, until the Bisons come back so I can look around the stadium at all the improvements. I See, I'm surprised at that because you're a baseball fan. Yes. I would think you'd want to be well, Major League Baseball is in Buffalo. It's not that for, I didn't want to. It's just the opportunity didn't. Well, the, you still have the You still have three days. Yeah. You're not feeling the... If you want me to be honest with you, I, I don't... There, there's a certain price point for teams I don't care about, and that's no offense to the teams. I just... I don't want to pay more to see the Blue Jays than I paid to see the Mets. That's really what it comes down to. So you put that much stake in the team. Yeah. If if the Mets were here, I would have paid anything to go see them in Buffalo. But Red That's Sox, crazy. Blue Jays, I'm, I'm not I'm not the, the sanest individual. I just, it would be cool to go see. I just don't think I'll make it out to one of these last three games. I think for most people, it's you're doing the... Um, you're you're going to the game. You're paying for the experience of Major League Baseball in Buffalo more you, so than you are the Blue Jays, Rangers, Red Sox, Yankees. Do you want to go whoever. tonight? I can't tonight, but I, I am. I'm planning on going this week, and um, because uh, just because you have to go and see. You want to go Tuesday night? 
I can't I, go Wednesday. I, you can't go Wednesday? No. Tomorrow it might rain. So I'm I'm scared about buying tickets for another game that rains out. I was supposed to go Saturday. Right. I was excited. I was ready to go. We were going to sit on the party deck, had our own uh, little table there. I uh, was jealous of that. That sounded like up. it was going to be awesome. I was, I was going to um, you know, fulfill a lifetime goal of mine of catching a home run in the beer. Oh, yes. And then drinking the beer. I mean, that's on my bucket list. We were talking about bucket lists last week. That's yep. on mine. Um, but it didn't happen because of the rain, obviously. He knew that the uh, game wasn't going to be played. So now now I'm kind of in a rush where I thought we'd have much more time. The way they've been talking about the border and the way this whole situation has gone, I really did not think that they would be heading back as soon as they are, um, just with how strict they've been. Let me rephrase my, my, my whole opinion. I'm trying to make it sound like I... Don't care that much that I'm missing a, a MLB experience in Buffalo. But yes, I wish I would have gone. And I would probably like to go to one of the games this week. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you go because it's... It's Buffalo, MLB. Yeah. It's what that stadium was built for. That stadium was built for Major League Baseball. And it's there right now for three more games. Yeah, that's the... I mean, the game itself, I'm not, I'm not seeing anywhere. Right? I mean, you ask me, hey, do you want to go to Toronto... To see the Red Sox and the Blue Jays, like, no, not really. Uh, don't feel like driving out there. Don't feel like uh, doing whatever. Um, or, or, you know, you want to go to a ma- – like, I've seen a major league game before. I, I've, you know, done that experience. I'll, I'll go at my leisure. That's all right. I mean, the whole point of this is, I mean, it could be any two teams in the world. I, I You know, it doesn't matter to me if it's, like I said, the Rangers, Red Sox, Blue Jays, Yankees, I mean – could be the Diamondbacks playing here Oof. against uh, you know whoever else yeah. from down in that uh, area, and it would not uh, matter to. I mean, the whole point is Major League Baseball in Buffalo. That I mean, most likely will not happen again in my lifetime, right? I, I mean, that's probably these are our last three shots yeah. to go see this happening, unless Canada closes down the border again. And they're back here for the playoffs or something. Or something we talked about on Hardline yesterday, the possibility that they replace the Rogers Center right where the Rogers Center is, and the Blue Jays would have to relocate for half a season. Uh, That was part of our interview with Brian Lilly yesterday. You know, there is a chance that 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 team would have to play half a season somewhere else. And with all the adjustments they've done to Salem Field, that's a possibility. Hey, well, that would be cool. Um, But, no, I, I am feeling a little bit of the pressure to go uh, definitely over the next few days. Uh, I did think I would have a little bit more time. You think this person thinks I'm cheap? Oh, what, the person texting in that you're uh, cheap, cheap, cheap? I uh, <laughs> Five million times, uh, like a bird on the uh, chirp, chirp, chirp uh, on the text board. I, uh, you know, it's, listen, you're, you're going to pay more. And this was something I said about the having the Blue Jays here for this entire time is a lot of people are going to want to go for the experience I think the price point for baseball fans in Buffalo, I, it, there was definitely sticker shock over the last uh, oh, yeah. several months. And I think you have a lot of people who are willing to go once, uh, but might not go again based on how much you're used to paying to see baseball at the stadium downtown versus how much it is. I, right. I think you want to go for the experience and the story at least once. Um, but to make it a habit, when you're used to getting into a Bison's game for a relatively low amount of money, the concessions are all affordable. I mean, it's one of the few sporting events when you talk about the Bison's that you can get into 
with a family and have it be affordable. Right. Um, and, and now, you know, oh, baseball downtown, it's back. You're used to that affordability. And when you start talking about major league prices, it's not exactly the same thing anymore. Right. So you are biting the bullet a little bit on that uh, when it comes to the ticket prices. I mean, obviously way more than what we're used to paying for the Bisons. But I think the novelty plays into that a little bit. I think it's why we didn't see fully packed stadiums. It's just because, you know. You got I, your one in. Yeah. yeah. Pe- people watched it once. Um, you like it. You like the idea of having them there. Once they lowered prices, I think that helped out a little bit. I think we definitely saw yesterday, uh, once that announcement was made, right? Uh, saw the people that, that want to go. <laughs> there was a lot more people who kind of filled in uh, those seats that might have been empty had the announcement not been made and you were kind of sitting around like me thinking, well, I got the whole summer. I, I right. can go see them whenever I really want to. It is interesting how quickly the border announcement came. Not only that, but 15,000. I really thought when they first announced the Jays were coming back, it might be five or 10. 15,000, I know it's still a small number compared to what that building seats. That's a lot of people compared to what Canada's actually been able to do especially in Ontario for the last year and a half I think it has to be at least that right if you're going from Buffalo up to Toronto with all the other restrictions that you're going to be playing with that all the other teams are going to be playing with and to make it worth it moving the entire operation up there I mean to go from playing in front of packed houses to then go to something that would be empty yeah I mean, I you know, I know they want to be back home. They are the Toronto Blue Jays after all. But it would feel a little, I don't know, it would feel a little off to go from a bunch of fans to all of a sudden, oh, we're better off playing in front of nobody. So <laughs> I think that that was probably the least amount of people they had to have there to make it look like it was a worthwhile investment. You know, all right, we're going to open our stadium to roughly the amount of people who would have been able to see us in Buffalo, you know, minus, a, I think, a maybe 1,500 or so off of what we have downtown. I still know we're near the 53,000 that they can accommodate. We'll see if that opens up in the future. Um, I, I, I wonder how many people are uh, maybe thinking of when the border opens, do you make the trip to go see the Blue Jays in the season if you became a Blue Jays fan or something like that? But I don't know, the way it sounds with the border reopening and what you might have to do, some of the hoops you might have to jump through. I can't see many people taking that trip anytime soon. Yeah, I don't see people in a rush to go over the border, as they may be in a rush to get to the stadium in the next three days. Yeah. Um, uh, shout out to Can. Thanks for allowing uh, Canada to come down to the U.S. yesterday. We uh, uh, beat them in soccer, one nothing. So you can that worked out head well. back, uh, take a couple of COVID tests, and head back home to Canada uh, <laughs> with the loss in there. A couple more people uh, texting in on our Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board, 803 803- 0930. Um, I like this. Good handymen don't point out their mistakes. Bad handymen never notice those mistakes. So what am I? Am I am I somewhere in between? I I notice the mistakes and I point them out. So I'm I'm like right in the middle between bad and good, I guess, uh, because none of that. That's right. uh, you know your mistakes. So that's the best part. That I I do know it. Uh, someone else used the flex seal on their pool. No leaks. How do you notice a leak in a pool? I don't have a pool. I get well. I guess if it's an above ground pool, it's fairly obvious. The, the leak outside, yeah. The, but <laughs> the below ground, unless it's leaking a lot of water, and you see that water level go down a lot, 
Yeah, I is it tough to notice? I don't know with the uh, the underground pool, but I'm guessing those. The, I'm guessing this was an above ground pool that was uh, leaking out yeah, the side. That's easier to notice. <laughs> um, and then someone else uh, kind of relating to me with the big uh, black lab. They said seventy pound black lab stops walking if it starts raining. Won't move for anything. This texture here says, believe it or not, they have to take away a lot of the nice things they put in for the Blue Jays so the Bisons uh, come back because uh, there's a standard in the stadium. I-, I meant stuff like seeing the bullpens. Those are staying. The Bisons aren't coming here all yeah. of a sudden. They're back on the field. The bullpens will stay. I think they're keeping the, the uh, outfield wall the same as what the Blue I Jays would, put I in. I like the look of the blue. Yes, uh, me too. That's pretty cool. So I hope they keep blue out there. Those new foul poles look a little brighter and Keeping nicer. Those, the lights. Um, We've the, heard about that a million times. The new lighting will be there. So, yeah, a lot of that stuff is going to stay that will be there. And uh, it will be cool. And it will be nice to have the Bisons back, hoping to get an idea of when exactly that's going to happen. I know uh, maybe sometime in the middle of next month, but it's going to take a while to move them, too. And I hope that's a good homecoming for the Bisons, who have, remember, as long as uh, the Blue Jays, who've been talking about them being in Buffalo and not being able to go to Toronto, we haven't seen the Bisons in a very long time here in Buffalo. No, we haven't. And um, I hope the Blue Jays leave some of the music here so we don't go back to the Bisons' music. However, um, it's funny, uh, at the game on Friday, the Mets game, sitting next to me were two Mets fans, and they had seen the Bisons play in Trenton two weeks earlier. So they had seen the Bisons, not living in Buffalo, had seen the Bisons more recently than anyone here in Western New York. Yeah, that would be pretty cool, going to see a home game in a different uh, state, right? Yeah, well, they, and they were wearing the Trenton jerseys. So the Bisons, when they were playing in Trenton during this, they're wearing the Trenton jerseys from their now defunct um, minor league baseball team. weird. Yeah, that's, they're only wearing Buffalo on the road. That's a little strange to happen. Um, and then uh, one of the other things we were talking about is uh, that people were doing over the weekend. We heard about the new box office uh, king. You heard from uh, Randy Bush over there at the bottom of the hour. The new Space Jam movie. Yes. Everyone was uh, watching a new legacy. with their kids. And I just could not get over um, the last few days. All I was seeing online were people kind of, you know, the pretty negative reviews. Of the Space Jam movie. But then I'm looking at who's giving these reviews. And it's all like people my age. And there's sports writers. And there's media critics. And, and all these. And I'm thinking, hold on a second. Hold on a second. This movie starring Bugs Bunny, Taz. Daffy Duck. Daffy. Or is it Donald? Daffy no. Duck. Yeah, yeah, Donald Duck is, is Disney. I always get the two mixed yeah, up. Yeah, me too. Sylvester and Tweety. The grandma from Sylvester and Tweety. Uh, all these characters, all this name power, you mean to tell me that it isn't meant for a 30-year-old uh, sports writer? That that's not the uh, target audience? Yeah, I was upset Bill Murray didn't make an appearance. He didn't? Well, uh, if he did, I didn't hear about it. Uh, <laughs> no spoilers here, but no, I wasn't expecting that either. But It's not in the previews. But here, here's the thing. I mean, I didn't expect, I don't expect this to be as good as the first one. However... Like Brian said, it's not it's not supposed to appeal to me. If I liked Space Jam: A New Legacy, they're marketing it to the wrong audience. Yeah, <laughs> that's, I I don't I always love when I see something like that. Like something comes out that's clearly for kids. It's a cartoon, right? If you're a cartoon, chances are you're for kids. And then it gets ripped on by you know traditional media people like ah you know it wasn't that great. They're you know judging it like it's Citizen Kane or uh, the new Scorsese movie. It's like, no, all right. I know you have some fond memories of Space Jam, maybe, from when you were growing up and you were 10 years old. 
at the same time, when they make a new one 20 years later, guess what? It's meant for kids who are nine years old. The age uh, you were when the first one came out. Yeah. Yes. I mean, there's a reason why it's, uh, what, probably a PG movie and not in uh, yeah, I think PG-13 PG. or R. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, if there was an R-rated Space Jam, then you have the right to uh, maybe talk about it. <laughs> Like, it's something that was meant for your eyes only. Right, and you can't watch it the same way. Like, I can watch the original Space Jam and enjoy it because I'm watching it remembering watching it as a kid. You can't have that perspective watching the new Space Jam. Yeah, now. I don't think it works that same way. No. Who else is in uh, Space um, Pepe Le Pew got axed, I think. He was canceled right. from Space Jam. Right, he's out Jam. of it. That was a big, uh, a big thing. That was the thing a while ago. They filmed the scene with him. I wonder what his reaction was when he saw the final he was cut quite and wasn't upset. in it. He was quite upset. <laughs> he must have been uh, pretty <laughs> upset with that. But, no, I, I just saw a lot of that, all these negative reviews. And they pointed it out during the NBA Finals because LeBron was watching the finals. He was on the Chiron, yeah. They showed the ratings of his new movie, which were not all that good. And I'm like, well, hold on a second. Who's rating this movie? I Most of the 8-year-olds, um, well, I was going to say most of the 8-year-olds I know. I don't know any. Um, but if I were to imagine most 6th, uh, 7th graders are not leaving a bunch of reviews on Rotten Tomatoes for all the movies that they see. Yeah, probably not. Uh, I'm I was guessing. I don't know. I was going to say they can't, uh, but 8-year-olds now are probably better on computers and iPads and all that stuff than I am. Yeah, the landscape so, has changed quite a bit. Yes, yeah. <laughs> They're not playing the <laughs> Oregon least, Trail at 8 years old. Yeah, <laughs> at least since I was uh, there. Uh, someone chiming in, uh, guessing that the border exemption could get pulled with this Delta variant. And you know what? I don't think that's a crazy... The way Canada has treated the border uh, all across this time, and there's still headlines. If you go and look at the CBC, uh, CTV, all these outlets in Canada, where they still have these modeling uh, doctors or the people who show the big charts that never really come to fruition are um, (laughs) exposed, you know... A fourth wave expected to come uh, of something like this. So those headlines are still out there. And I wouldn't be surprised if something changes with the border. Uh, How many games are left in the baseball season? How much time is left to go? You're less than half. So they haven't played 100 yet. So you're looking at 70 games. Almost half. More than half. I mean, we're past the halfway mark. So you're at like 60 or 70 games left. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, there's It's a long season. I think there's enough time for this to kind of flip-flop based on everything we've said. Not, not that I'm counting on it or something, but at I, the same time, if you haven't made your way out, I, I'm i not going to rule out the uh, scenario where Canada does something uh, again and kind of reverses course. I'm hoping that doesn't happen. We don't even know what's going to happen in the coming months. Everything's just a rumor or hearsay by now. But You heard it here first. AL wildcard game, downtown Buffalo. I mean, that would be so cool. That would be pretty awesome. That was awesome. what I was hoping for all year long. I'm like, you know what? This team is good enough to maybe make the playoffs. It would be great. Oh, my gosh. That would be that awesome. To have that scene here. Uh, unfortunately, as of now, it's not going to be the case. But I'm still holding on to uh, maybe a little bit of hope that something else will uh, reverse course. You know, you obviously don't want to see the resurgence of COVID. But I don't think there needs to be a resurgence necessarily. For Canada to react? Yeah, for right. Canada to pump the brakes and have that changing. Well, I I am feeling the urgency. I hope you feel a little bit of the urgency. I'm, I'm ready to, after this conversation, walk in tomorrow and have you start talking about how you went to the game tonight. Uh, I, I, was, <laughs> I was hoping that you could go tonight or tomorrow because I can't go Wednesday. Um, but, no, you've added some urgency. I was going to ask you if you wanted to go Wednesday. 
I'm not just saying that because you just said no, that. No, I have to go to Cleveland Wednesday. So. <laughs> out of town, unfortunately. But, you know, I hope everyone gets their shot if you're out there. Still a few games left. we got David Belvia standing by. Yeah, who's that stud over there? He's, uh, he's ready to hop in here, of course, after the news and everything else. Thanks for hanging out with Beamaz and Beamer on WBEN. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 